0: Conflict could present as an opportunity to understand each other better and strengthen your relationship. However, if not addressed properly, it can impact the marriage in a negative way.
1: And when you think about it, some fights or arguments in marriage are just unnecessary. Yeah.
0: Welcome to the Reconnected Marriage Partners Podcast. Hi, we are David and Ebon, your host on the show. We know what it's like to feel less connected as a couple while juggling the increasing responsibilities and demands of work, life and parenthood.
1: We also know what it feels like to achieve a deeper level of connection and intimacy in marriage while raising a family.
0: If you're ready to reconnect on a deeper level, reignite the passion in your marriage and enjoy a more exciting and satisfying marriage.
1: Even if you're raising children with limited time, this podcast was made for you.
0: Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build the strong and connected marriage you truly desire. All right, let's light up that spark. Come on. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode on this show. In a couple of months, you know, we will be celebrating 13 years of marriage by God's grace. How time flies. True. Sure. When I look back at our 12-year journey in marriage, I can definitely say that we've had wonderful experiences and moments together as a couple. And I can also say that there were some fights or arguments that were just time-wasting. I guess those experiences can make me look back now and appreciate those moments for the lessons they taught us. These arguments could have resulted from you know, a suggestive question not doing what was supposed to be done or even doing what was not supposed to be done.
1: We have definitely grown individually and collectively in marriage over the years and we continue to enjoy the benefits of individual and marital growth. Instead of spending time engaging in unnecessary time-sucking and energy-draining fights in marriage, We could all agree that there are other things we could be doing that result in a better use of our time and energy. In other words, there are ways we could be more productive with the use of our time and energy. And as parents raising kids in modern times, without a lot of time on our hands, we want to ensure we can be more productive with the use of the little time we have available and preserve our energy to do what truly matters. Mm. We know how important it is to enjoy your marriage while staying married. And we want you to enjoy your marriage even more as parents. And this is why we created this episode. So, in this episode, we'll be talking about how to avoid those unnecessary, time-sucking, and energy-draining fights in marriage by doing these three things.
0: Before we get into the revelation of these three things, We want you to understand that conflict is not necessarily negative. Conflict could present as an opportunity to understand each other better and strengthen your relationship. However, if not addressed properly, it can impact the marriage in a negative way.
1: And when you think about it, some fights or arguments in marriage are just unnecessary. Yeah. So let's proceed. Yeah, three things to do. They all start with the letter G. You can call them the three Gs.
0: Please note, this does not mean that there are not other things you can do, but we'll just be sharing three of what we have used in our marriage that has you know, caused us to even grow stronger in love and have this connection and live our lives as a team. The first G is grace. And we're talking about extending grace to your spouse. It is easier to do this when you think about how God extended his grace towards you. Grace is getting what you do not deserve. I think the first time I heard this definition was from the musician Donnie McLaughlin. And if we're using this definition... It means that we give our spouses what they do not deserve. For example, if my spouse deserves an unkind response for her unkind question or statement, extending grace means I respond with a soft answer. Another example, my wife comes home and notices that I had not made the bed after I woke up rather than Quote to me, well, the way you make your bed is the way you lie on it. To my face, she goes ahead and makes the bed. In these two situations, the initial responses could be justifiable, but grace extended makes us do the alternative. One thing about God's grace is that it reminds us too that we have also failed but yet He gave
1: us Jesus. The next G. The next G is gratitude. Developing the habit of gratitude. After being married for some time and the responsibilities and demands of life increase, you may begin to realize that it may seem easier to focus on what your spouse is not doing than what's good they are doing.
0: With our marriage experience, I would say that I could look for things that will continually fuel negative vibes in my marriage. But I choose to focus on the positive. If you're looking for something in marriage, it may not be hard to find it. Your focus matters. For example, if you're looking for reasons to say your marriage is not good, (laughs) you may find it. But if you understand that you are two imperfect individuals and you choose to focus on the positive things you like about your spouse and their strengths and more, you will see your marriage differently and your relationship will feel different.
1: Yeah. Gratitude is a practice that can not only benefit your marriage, but your life too. This includes being grateful for the little things that could be taken for granted.
0: You may say something like, isn't it our house? So she's supposed to clean it. Why thank her? Or are they not our children? Why should I thank him for taking the kids to soccer? Well, these duties may be what is expected or agreed upon. But saying thank you tells your spouse that you appreciate them for even those little things. Even if it is their responsibility. When you show gratitude for the little things, you make your spouse feel good and appreciated. This good feeling takes the place of stress. And when your spouse calls you out on something, you know they are doing it out of concern. And of course, knowing that it's out of concern, it will affect your response.
1: Here's one tip for you. You can keep a gratitude journal and write what you are grateful for daily. Don't forget to include something you are grateful for about your spouse. When you are upset with your spouse, You can pick up the journal and read through what you've written. This way, you can be reminded of the little and great things they have done in the past. Remember, just like you are not perfect, your spouse is not perfect. So let's take the last G, which is give. Do you know that one major source of conflict and marital problems is this 11 letter word, selfishness? One characteristic of a successful marriage is this. It is made up of two givers serving each other. We give time and energy to help, support and assist each other.
0: We live in a world where it is so easy to get used to getting things done fast. (laughs) Sometimes your spouse may just be feeling stressed and overwhelmed. Instead of focusing on what we want or the in quotes i want it now approach or you know the microwave approach we can think about how we can help lighten the load of our spouses or help make things easier for them
1: there are times when what your spouse needs from you at the moment after a long day at work or a stressful day is to give a listening ear make them feel loved and understand that you're in this together not focusing on what you want to get from them or expanding on their faults or weaknesses and making them feel worse thereafter. When this becomes a pattern, it can begin to create a distance, an emotional distance and disconnection in marriage. To feel more connected and intimate in marriage, your marriage should provide a safe space for each other.
0: We're not saying you cannot voice your concerns but you want to think of your spouse, the timing and what is going on with them during that time. We can always ask God for wisdom, even as we walk together with our spouses. Our spouses are humans. And in this day and age, one way to continue supporting each other is by giving. Love is about giving. Once again, God showed us what giving is all about. Remember? For God so loved that He gave. Agape love, unconditional love. When you say you love your spouse, you show it through your actions. You forgive them, you help out, you support them, you encourage them, you are there for them, you make sacrifices for them. <laughs> you don't make them the sacrifice. 1 Corinthians 13 gives us a good list of the attributes. love that gives you should spend some time to read it and see where you excel and where you need to grow before we round up here's a recap the three G's grace gratitude give every one of us needs some grace in our lives because we are humans and have the tendency to offend we also need gratitude as it produces a good feeling for the receiver and the giver. And finally, we need some giving, because there is a lot we can give ourselves as couples, and it also has great benefits. These three attributes will go a long way to ensure you do not waste your time on unnecessary fights, conflicts, and you can channel it to something more productive. So... Which of them G's are you going to practice this week? That's it for today.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode.
0: Till next week, when we bring you another inspiring and exciting episode,
1: stay connected. God bless you and yours. Shalom. Shalom. If you like that among show, please don't forget to leave a review. To
0: spread the love. Hi friend. If you've been inspired or found value in this episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. We would love to hear from you.
1: Please feel free to share this episode with friends and family, and together we can build stronger marriages, families, and communities.
0: Stay connected. Shalom.